AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. I'm here with Ace Warren Subarp and Stephen Ebert and myself, Daddy Herman. And of course, you can call us at 866-970-9622. We are uh, talking about millennials and how they buy online. And uh, based on that, I just 44% of millennials say they would buy a home on a listing on listing photos without ever seeing it. So we're just telling you how important and to, it is when you pick a broker to sh- have them show you what, they're, what they do online, how they present properties, because I am telling you, uh, they will buy sometimes sight unseen, but even if they didn't, they will discount your home and never go see it if it doesn't show well online. And... Uh, even like where I'll see something coming soon and there's like nothing, make sure that, that, that you do that. Before I continue with that subject, I believe we have a caller, Al Nujer from New Jersey. Hi, Al. Thanks for calling I on Real Estate. Hello, Dottie yeah. and everyone else. Um, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I enjoy your show very much. Um, thank you. Uh, Yes, uh, everything you were saying about renovation and making changes uh, relates to my uh, plans for my renovation of my studio apartment in a high-rise in Jersey. And uh, it's, uh, may I describe it briefly? Um, Sure. uh, uh, I have a studio. It's a co-op. I'm a shareholder. And uh, I'm 70 years old. and um, I'm on track to renovating, got a contract with a contractor. Um, it's a studio about uh, about 700 square feet, uh, plus a terrace. Um, okay. And um, I'm going to redo the whole place. Uh, new bathroom, new kitchen, um, uh, replace the floors. It has the old parquet floor, wood flooring. I'm going to take that off. Um, and my main questions are uh, the kitchen cabinet colors, um, and uh, I am going to extend the kitchen. Uh, so it it is a tiny little kitchen, uh, 60 by 102, um, right. that originally had just little appliances, small refrigerator, 18-inch stove, and an 18-inch dishwasher. Uh, that are really no longer in there. And I moved the refrigerator out to uh, the hallway closet, uh, which works great for me, a 36-inch wide um, counter-depth refrigerator. Um, But I'm planning to extend the kitchen uh, past its wall about 32 inches into the room. Uh, 
and um slow up for a second you're gonna take the kitchen now and what is it next to a living room i assume yes 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 it goes into the main the main room it's the only room in the place other than in the back back hallway there's an entrance hallway and uh kitchen on the left side and um the main room which would become about uh after i extend the kitchen about 13 by 16. Um, i'm just extending 32 inches more for the kitchen to allow for a full-size uh range and a full-size dishwasher and really of uh, doing what you had suggested of uh, making a more you know that's very smart and that shows a lot of foresight and you're putting new appliances in and um you're making the kitchen and and living room space basically what uh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't get the last part of what you said. Are you making the living room and kitchen space basically one space? Um, well, that that has been the debate all along. Um, and I, I know your advice and much of the advice I've heard from uh, people coming up here, uh, contractors or, or even real estate people, uh, to have an open plan. However, uh, uh, and I want to consider that, but I'm planning to leave the wall, and I'll tell you why, um, to leave the wall of the kitchen and get rid of the side walls into the hallway so it's more open, but yet to leave the wall and put a pocket door in the wall. And that will allow me to close off the hall, the hallway in the kitchen um, to give the main room more privacy. Uh, say I'm, if I'm sleeping in there, which presently I'm a single guy, so I don't sleep in the main room. I use it as my studio workroom, uh, <clears throat> computers and, uh, uh, books and so forth. But, um, that, that is my plan. And I'm pretty sure you would advise an open plan, but um, I've asked the contractor to to put in the flooring in such a way that if somebody wants to remove that wall, it shouldn't be that big a deal, and um, uh, the flooring wouldn't have to be totally redone. But um, and that I think brings you're me very to... smart. I think you're very smart, and I'll tell you that first of all, if you have a pocket door, actually, you know, you can leave it open, or you can kind of have privacy. So. Um, I have that in my apartment in the city, one of the bedrooms that I didn't need, which was kind of next to my living room, um, had pocket doors. I actually bought it was a new apartment, but it had pocket doors, so you could close it off or you could leave it open. And I never needed a bedroom, so I didn't make that a bedroom. But, you know, that's a great idea. But even better than that is if you, when you do your floors, if you have extra flooring, just in case somebody does want to knock down the wall, they would be able to uh, get a, get somebody who's able to fix those floors if you have the material, if you have the same flooring. So if you have extra of that, that would be, that's great. That's great. Uh, you know, I, but I think that a pocket door is fine. It's the best of both. Did I lose you? 
here you you um yeah. agree with me um then the other question this is what my plan is the entrance way that will now include the kitchen a couple closets on each side uh, the the flooring i'm planning to do in porcelain tile of some kind of design i had originally thought i would do the whole place in porcelain but uh, I, I'd like your opinion, but uh, the main room, I know you said people like wood flooring. Um, uh, the problem here, uh, it would have to be engineered wood if I were to do wood for this apartment, I'm told by the contractor, because it's a cement, you know, cement underneath the uh, concrete. Right, so you have to... I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I think they like wood. I mean, I think, in, and, but it depends on where you, you know, you live. Like I'm, um, I've seen porcelain. I mean, Ace, what do you see? What are you thinking? You're a millennial. Scotty. Yeah. I mean, do you I think would... porcelain or wood? What do you think? Wood? I mean, or do you think, uh, because he can't put regular wood. He has to put the engineered wood. Yeah. Because I, I of would, this cement course. Definitely. I what would say, por I would say again, if you can, if you can use wood, that's always the best option. But if you can't, porcelain is the next closest thing to wood. But yes, uh, I, I would say most millennials will, will love wooden floors. I mean, I, I was just um, away in, um, in upstate New York and we were at a cabin and they use porcelain wood and it looked just like real wood, right? So that's that's something that you can definitely do to upgrade your home. I mean and, porcelain and, wood? Yeah, porcelain wood, exactly. Yep. Have you seen that? Have have you um, seen that? Um, mm -hmm. Well, that's an option. So if you can't do wood, maybe I mean I haven't seen porcelain wood, so I don't really know what it looks like. So I can't give you my opinion. But I'm Ace has great taste. I can tell you that. So uh, <laughs> yeah, por porcelain wood looks just like um, just like real wood, except obviously the material is not as as um, as as comparable to real wood. But it does the job. Looks great um, in a new home, and you and you can look into that. Yes, I, I, I've looked at it, and um, I, I'm going to, since you find that uh, pretty acceptable, um, uh, that was my plan uh, originally. The other possibility is I was going to leave it open for any future buyer by tiling the hallway of the kitchen up to the main room and then uh, just removing all the old wood and putting down carpet um, to, uh, for myself I could live with carpet and actually acoustically walking around it, it it's uh, better uh, although I've not had any problem I don't click very high high heels on the floor for my neighbors so I don't make noise uh, for them but well, uh, let carpet me, yeah, I don't want to let me say this because you know we we have probably another call on the phone but let me say this um my gut is not carpet i i mean and that's my opinion and it doesn't yes. mean that somebody wouldn't fall in love with carpet because you know different strokes for different folks but if you're marketing your property if you're getting your property marketed 
for for a future sale and the market's very high, you know, then I think that what you want to do is kind of go with what the man, you know, you want to have like a bigger pool of people. I don't think somebody wouldn't buy it because of carpeting, but I, I just think that you're better off even with, and what color porcelain if you don't do wood? What color porcelain were you putting down? Um, I, I don't think I well, do carpet down. I, I, what? Yes, I I hear what you're saying. I think what I'll do is I'll do everything in porcelain, and yeah. if I want to put a carpet well, over it for myself, I'll put it over, and then it can easily be removed. Do <clears> and, it all in porcelain. Uh, do it all in porcelain. Don't chop it up. Do it all as one. It's not a big apartment. You said it's 700 square feet. When you start breaking right. it up with different with different uh, types of things, it 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 it'll show smaller. Keep it open, keep it airy, less Mm -hmm. furniture. And do us a favor, call us back and let us know when you're done and how it came out. Um, I I will do that. Um, May I ask just one quick quick question? Uh, uh, The uh, color, the color of the kitchen cabinets, uh, other than white, what is wood, a wood color, a wood look okay? I think the wood look is good, uh, but I think you know stick to the porcelain wood. But see if you do porcelain wood, uh, you know that I you know I can't tell you because I don't know what your floor is. All right, you know I don't know what color floor you have, but porcelain wood is good. Porcelain, I haven't seen many city apartments with it, but you know if that's what you want to do. I really have to tell you, wood cabinets are fine, but I don't know how they go with porcelain. You see, like I don't, you know, and I don't know what color porcelain you're gonna have. So I, I you know, you, you'd have to call, you know, you call us back when you know what colors you're gonna have because I can't tell you. I don't know what your floor color is, and 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 I really think it's a small apartment. Everything has to kind of flow. So you know, it's like whatever. Whatever you have in the apartment has to look like one. And with that, I have to uh, sign off on this because I've got somebody else on the phone. I've got to finish this chapter. But keep us posted. We love hearing from you. And keep us updated on what you're doing. And thank you for calling. I think you're doing the right things. Uh, and, 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 you know, you're going to get some realtors in and ask them also. They'll tell you. You don't have to, you know, even if you're not ready to list the property, you can get them in and they'll tell you also. Going back to you, Ace, because I want to try to finish this up. We have Dan Sater in our credit coach. Uh, he'll probably be in, in a little bit. Uh, we were talking about people buying without seeing. So, uh, you know, I don't think the majority of people do it, but I think it's becoming a trend. It's going to be more and more because virtual tours are so important now. And what they're going to be able to do down the road is you can walk through three-dimensionally. Well, they can do it now walk through three-dimensionally you can touch it i've seen uh i've seen where you can actually walk through a property and you can touch the furniture you can feel it i mean they've really gotten involved and we are going into a digital world so uh so in saying that even if someone is going to see it what you put online is whether they even bother to see it or not it's so important, so you, Dottie. 
yeah, I mean, Ace, I can't say it enough, right? I mean, people, you really have to pay attention and find a broker that is going to show you what they've done on other properties and that, you know, they're, and, and because if you're not competitive in the online world, you won't get people coming to see it. I mean, other than if you have an open house, and I don't know about open houses now, how how people, you know, with people are nervous about it. So really online is really key. Um, if you can give any more tips, Ace or Steven, anything that you want to add to that? Um, I, I think the only tip that I would add, Dottie, is that, you know, pictures make such a huge difference in terms of, you know, whether folks will come and visit the site or not. But more importantly, realtors, from, from my experience, they can actually come in and stage your apartment, stage your home, and make it look yeah. make it look totally different than what you had before, right? Maybe take out some of the clutter. And that's so critical. And so many people look past it. And sometimes people want to post their own pictures or, or unprofessional pictures. And it really doesn't bode well when you're looking to, no. to get traction. So let a real yeah, come do it. Yeah, look, I think digital helps a lot. I think you want to be very, very careful because it, one, if you're a real estate agent and you are posting suggestions, you want to be careful that you're actually seeing what it is. Like I've seen some very sophisticated modeling and they'll say, oh, look at this paint color, look at that paint color. You also want to make sure how it is exactly today. And, and it helps a lot. I think it helps pre-screening. But for the buyer that's out there, you need to learn a few different things. Like if you're buying in the suburbs, you know, how busy is the road? What's the drive like? Um, what's the um, really the land like and how much of the slope and how level and water flow. And if you are, you know, well, in the I city. Think, Steve, I think for time wise, I think, you know, and I agree with you and I think we should do that as a, you know, as a talking point on if you're buying a home, because it's very different if you're buying an apartment in the sense that you know the building, you know where the building's location is, okay? And it's a matter of just the apartment in the building, and it's a matter of it's the co-op or a condo and the bylaws. When you're buying a home, we're getting into a whole new category if it's a single family. And I guess we can do that next week because I don't think I'm going to have enough time to really get into it. We have a guest that's going to be on sure. soon. But, but I think that, that your point is very well taken. Um, as far as single homes, that's a whole other ball game. And of course, one of the things is location, location, location. So if you're buying a single family home, you don't know what that street looks like or something like that. Whereas generally if you're buying in a city, you kind of know where the building is and you like the building and you have passed the building and it's a matter of the apartments. And usually there's only a couple. Ace, what I want to do is I've been hearing rumors. I mean, I know the interest rates have gone up. And then I just saw something that said, oh, don't refinance. Should you still refinance? What's going on with interest rates? And what about refinancing? Yeah, uh, we can definitely talk about it right after the break. Okay, well, we're going to talk about the mortgage refinancing. The interest rates went up a bit. They're still low. Should you refinance? Or did you miss the boat? Hey, 
Hey, it's Joe Piscopo for Pat Lafreda Meat Purveyors. You know they supply many of New York and New Jersey's finest restaurants? Yes, like 1,600 of those restaurants. Now you can get the same high-quality selection of meats for your most important customer, your own family. Lafreda deals in only premium 100% black Angus cattle raised and grazed in the United States. Their only focus is meat. You won't find any frozen side dishes or any gimmicks here. Offering every kind of meat and every cut like a tomahawk bone-in ribeye porterhouse center cut filet just to name a few supplying only the highest quality beef pork lamb veal poultry and america's best burger chop meat blends shipped overnight cut the night you place your order and always fresh never frozen order online please at lafreda.com l-a-f-r-i-e-d-a lafreda.com your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Chances are your home financing questions won't end when this show does. So the next time you have a question about home loans, ask the lending experts at Citizens Bank. They can help you every step of the way during the home buying process, starting with getting a pre-approval before you start shopping for a new home. Call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. We're, you're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with Ace Wattasupapa, our financial, and um, Stephen Ebert, our, our legal expert, myself, real estate um, I would have asked Ace to talk about interest rates, but I didn't realize because I had the wrong time that Dan State has been on the line ready to talk to you about millennials and credit, and he's our expert credit coach. So we're going to save the uh, interest and the refinances to the end of the show, to the last part of the show. Um, and I'm going to get Dan on the line. I mean, Dan's on there now. Hi, Dan. 
Can you hear? Dan, are you on the line? Yes, I'm on the line. Sorry, I had it on mute. <laughs> How are you doing today, oh, Dottie? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm good. How are you doing? We're so Fantastic. But I'll get better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're getting there. And before you know it, we'll be in the studio all together again, hopefully. I mean, it's uh, doing remote. You know, I do Zoom. Everything is remote these days. So uh, you learn how to do it. But there's, it's nothing like the real thing. Okay, when you can see each other in person. I mean, there was a day, Ace, you know this, we went in every single Saturday. We never missed a beat. Rain, snow. I went in during the floods when we had a hurricane. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, we were talking about millennials. So because they're buying homes and they're, you know, they're first, you know, and we're going to finish. I didn't even finish the subject. We'll finish them next week on the luxury market in the millennials. What should millennials know about credit? Because obviously a lot of them are taking mortgages. And what advice would you give millennials? Well, yeah, that's, that's a good point because, you know, according to the Consumer Federation of America, uh, 60% of, of millennials have been rejected for at least one financial product. Their credit card debt is rising, and apparently they show the lowest level of credit knowledge. So they don't understand the impact, perhaps, of some careless actions. But two of the key strategies that a millennial should uh, be involved in is uh, having, first of all, timely payments. Uh, a lot of people underestimate the damage of a payment, especially when it comes to mortgages, because the mortgage industry uses the FICO classic model, which is much more harsh if you have even one missed payment it can lower your credit score 90 to 110 points instantly. And, Dan, is uh, that keep... missed? Is that, is that completely missing a payment, or is it, what if it's late? Say that again? It, well, if they miss a payment, it, 30 yeah, days if late. if you miss the payment. Well, right. Okay, if it's 30 days late. But what so if, if it's you're... like 15 days late? Does that take off your credit? No, you're all right with that because it's... 30 days late when the next payment is due and you didn't pay it. That's when it's 30 days. Okay, so, so if another, it says, yeah, if it was due, if it was due today it, and you didn't pay it today, right. 30 days from now or 31 days from now, if it's still not paid, you get marked as 30 days late. Okay, so that's the first. That's the most one of the most important things: timely payments. What's yes, especially thing? when you're getting ready for a mortgage. It's more important for a mortgage purchase than it is for any other type of loan. Uh, and of course, keeping the credit card balances low. A lot of people run up the balances, and sometimes they they pay them off every month, but they keep running them up. But uh, people don't think that maximizing or maxing out those credit cards will hurt you. Uh, if you have like five or six credit cards and you max them out, your score can drop 100 to 125 points. So when you're getting ready for a mortgage, you want to make sure that you pay down those uh, credit cards at least two months in advance because it takes a while to update it and to keep your balances low when you're going into the mortgage process. Okay. So obviously, and obviously, you shouldn't buy a new car, or you shouldn't buy uh, 
you know, take any new debt on, pay down your uh, balances, and I would probably, and you'll give us your information, um, Dan, have uh, speak to a Dan first, or, you know, uh, or speak to the loan officer that's working with you at uh, Citizens, and find out, because it might be that if you paid off one loan, it could make a difference. Uh, so if somebody is now planning to buy a home, they, and again, I do believe you're right, they should give, they should give financial, they should teach that stuff in school, they either don't. You'd be surprised how many people don't know. Oh, yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah, they, they really should teach in school, and uh, if you are married and I don't and and your husband does all the bills where there's one party that does all the bills and does all the things and you don't know anything about it I would advise you if you don't do them to learn about it I've seen many people just never did it somebody else did it for them and they just don't know anything now if you find yourself if they go to ace ace and you tell them listen uh, you know, your credit score is a little low. And let's talk about credit scores. Dan, what, what do you need to have some kind of a, a chance of getting a mortgage? Well, that depends on the bank. And I think Ace could be give you a little bit better definition. Traditionally, you need, uh, you know, you needed a 40 to get the best interest rates on an FHA mortgage. And um, you probably get the best interest rates on a, a on a conventional at seven seven twenty. AC, you want to add anything to that? Yes, Stephen. I mean, you know, to get the best rates, you definitely need a credit score of seven twenty and above. Um, but for us, you know, good credit really means if you're anywhere between six eighty to seven twenty would be the uh, a a good um, indication on on just really making sure that your credit isn't isn't a pristine. Um, you know, pristine situation. But again, anything above 720, you're getting the best rates from from any bank that you go to. So, so let me explain to because I think a lot of people don't realize this, especially millennials. You might get a mortgage still, but if your credit is better, if your if your score is higher, you would probably get a better interest rate. A mortgage, you know, you would probably get a better rate. So even though you might get a mortgage, you still want to do whatever you can. And that's why we say, you know, do this before you look for a home. You want to see what can boost your, 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 your credit rate, because, your credit number, you know, your standing so that you can get the, 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 the cheapest credit, like the, the least loan, the least interest rate. Okay, so now what would you do if you need to boost your credit score? Damn. Well, the one thing I've always been harping on for, for years is that you always need to review your credit report at least a couple months before you even start your home search because uh, a lot of people don't realize it, but the, you want to avoid any surprises. Uh, a lot of times there's inaccuracies that are reporting. Uh, there's mixed files, files that belong to somebody else that creep their way into your credit report. Of course, uh, you always want to avoid the possibility of identity theft uh, being reported because it take a couple months to get some of this stuff, um, you know, pulled off and changed and updated. So it always pays to, to check that credit report. Matter of fact, um, just recently, 
the federal government has uh, taken annualcreditreport.com, uh, which uh, was you a free credit report every week until this April. They've extended that now until April 22, where you can pull a free credit report every time to see what's on your credit report. You don't get any scores with that, but at least you can see what's on the credit report. And if there's a problem, take the action of finding somebody or doing it yourself to get these things corrected before you make an application for a mortgage. It makes things go easier. And then... so yeah. you would recommend that somebody, uh, I, this is a must, go and get your FICO score, okay, get your report and look at it, okay? If you're thinking of purchasing a house, and even if it's six months from now, if it's a year from now, get the credit, you know, get your credit score, get a FICO uh, score and see where it stands at this moment so you have time. You don't want to do that when you're making an offer and you're trying to get a mortgage, and that's the first time you've really looked at it. So you need to right. look at now, that in the Now, Dottie, there are two things here. The first is that you like to check your credit to see if there's anything on it, and annualcreditreport.com is excellent for that. But if you're getting ready for a mortgage, you probably want to go to myfico.com, where you get five different types of score scoring models that are used for different industries, including the FICO Classic, which is FICO 2, FICO Score, uh, FICO Score 5, which is the only ones that are used for the mortgage industry. Because in a mortgage application, those are the only scores that are, uh, are used. So uh, if you do that, you can get a one-time uh, report. If you go into myfico.com, Go to price. It will show you a choice between the uh, monitoring service that they want to sell you and the one-time purchase. And you can get those reports and scores there when you're just about ready to go. So you make sure that your scores are the exact same scores that they'll pull up even at Citizen Bank uh, when they pull that score. I think we have a break uh, coming up. And then... Maybe, Dan, you can tell us if, you, if you're really alone, uh, you might, I think you talked about, you can say it after the break, about adding add an authorized user to your family member's higher limits. And you can talk about it after the break for a few minutes. And uh, we're going to do that, and then we're going to talk about refinances. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. 
That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian, but thought it would be too difficult and time-consuming? Then go to Babbel.com and try it for free. Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you will actually use. In 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel uses a modern conversation-based technique that makes language engaging, fun, and memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then, sentences gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. Babbel is created by language experts who use the space repetition method to help you learn quickly and remember what you learned. With Babbel, you can speak a new language. Babbel language for life celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold now try Babbel for free at babble.com just go to babble.com and start learning a new language today that's babble.com b-a-b-b-e-l.com have you ever had a legal question about elder law or state law every wednesday night during kevin mccullough's show you'll hear from mike connors himself of connors and sullivan attorneys at law answering real listener questions simply email that question to ask at gmail.com or call mike's office at 718-238-6500 718-238-6500 and don't forget to tune in to ask the lawyer with mike connors sunday mornings at 11 a.m on a.m 970 the answer and saturday mornings at 8 a.m on a.m 570 The Mission. It's Mattress Firm's semi-annual sale, where you can save up to $300 on our top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 on Sealy. Or buy Tempur-Pedic and get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Shop Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and more with our sleep experts today to find your best sleep. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. We've had a lot to cram in today. We didn't get to a lot. I know, Steve, we didn't get to your commercials, so we'll have to do that next week. But just to finish up our credit, Dan, so, you know, if you want to boost your credit, obviously you're saying you pay down your bills, make sure that, you know, everything's on time. Any other suggestions? Well, one of the things they can do, especially if they're push for time and they need to get a, a boost to their score and they perhaps don't have credit cards with high limits or many credit cards, uh, one of the excellent ways of giving that, getting that boost is being added as an authorized user to a family member's credit card that has higher credit limits and uh, is an older card. This will add age uh, to your credit and lower the utilization rate, which will give scores. So that's an excellent way. It can be done fairly quickly. Uh, it'll be reporting within the 30 days or so, uh, to the credit bureaus. And uh, it can, you know, make the difference between you paying a higher rate 
uh, or a lower rate. And uh, also, <laughs> if you qualify, if you're on the, the cusp of qualifying. Uh, another thing is to make sure that you have at least one active installment loan. This is an area where you need a variety of different types of loans, and if you just have credit cards, uh, help a disservice. Uh, there's a company out there called Self.Inc. Inc., and they will have they have a credit building installment loan. Basically, what they do is they set aside money in a money market fund for you. You pay a monthly charge of the paying back the loan, and at the end of the loan. You get your money back less the interest. So it's a forced savings uh, installment loan. But if you don't have an installment loan, it's an excellent way to add one uh, to boost up your scores. Okay, Dan, I, I also, and I think I want you to give us all your information, how people get in touch with you. And I'd love you to come on again soon so that we could talk about, um, you know, what happens if you... Uh, delayed paying a mortgage payment because, you know, they, because of, you know, the pandemic and, you know, you, you know, you just delayed it, which you were allowed to, um, how that's going to affect your credit. I mean, that's a whole nother subject. And I'd love to talk to you about that because there are a lot of people who have done that. Um, what can they do or how would they, what can they do differently or how will that affect their credit? Um, okay. Yeah. How would can... everyone yeah, I'd love you. So please, I'd love you to come back on because we're just, you know, today was a, a lot of information and uh, we always feel like we have so little time. Uh, oh, yeah. Dan, I'd love to be back on with you anytime. Do. They can get in touch Good. with me at creditguy at yahoo.com. So if anyone has any questions, creditguy, um, or if they want to call me, they can call my office at 631 465 9565. Okay. Thank you, Dan. We're going to put that on our Ion Real Estate website. So, people, if you can't, if you're different, you couldn't write it because you were driving or something, you can go to Ion Real Estate and get it there. Okay. Ace, before that, we were talking about refis and that interest rates have gone up. And, uh, should people re still refinance, or is it too late? It, Dottie, it's never too late, right? And I think because of what's what's happened within the marketplace in terms of the stock market and the volatility of the bond um, of the of, of the bond yield, we've seen a half a percent increase within literally just a short two week period. So I think. What are the rates are, now? Rates are currently at three percent, Dottie. We were talking about. 2.625, 2.5% for quite some time. And now rates have crept up to 3%, which is still at an all-time low, right, Dottie? So when we when when we, when we talk about is it the perfect time to to actually inquire about refinancing, I think it really depends on each person's situation. I always try to tell folks if you have a, a rate of 4% and you can still get 3% where there's a 1% difference, it's totally worth it. But there's so many different scenarios, whether people want to actually um, do a cash out and take advantage of the low rates and, and pay off some debt. Or if their loan is maturing in, let's say, um, a year or two years down the line, we know that the, the, the rates are going to climb up. So I, I, I always try to give advice for folks. 
in in terms of are they planning on living in the home for more than let's say the next five years because if you are then maybe refinancing and locking it at a low rate now rather than waiting until your your rate expires in two years could be huge savings that that will add up to thousands and thousands of dollars right Dottie? so every situation is different depending on where you are and that's why, that's why you have better. people ace citizens and uh yeah give ace. us a call so somebody wants to get a you can either call and yeah. give us the number or you can put it you can write to the radio show or you could go on facebook to yes. our on a real estate page uh if there is a number that they can call you on or an email maybe yeah, they can email me at ace.w at citizensbank.com. And Dottie, I think throughout the years, people are listening. I, I mean, this year alone, we've had probably three to four callers um, a week just talking about refinancing and interest rates. So they're definitely they're definitely listening to our advice on the show, uh, Dottie. So people are definitely And, and as I said, you know, we do this really because there is so much to know now. So much to know. Uh, as I said, when I bought a house, my first house, really... I knew nothing. I think there were only two kind of mortgages. You know, well, actually three, an FHA, a VA. Of course, I wasn't a veteran. And a conventional loan or, you know, yeah. or something, you know. So there was the nothing and nobody really talked about it. And, uh, you know, that was that. And they showed you a couple of houses and that was the end of it. You picked one and that was it. It's become a, so much more complicated Tax-wise, rents are so high now. You know, rents were much cheaper than uh, for most, for many people. And I'm telling you, if you're a first-time buyer, if you're renting, make sure you get a credit report and take a look because in many cases, you don't need the down payment you think you might need. You might be able to get in under like 10%. I mean, you could even do less than that. Yeah. And Ace can talk about that on another show. We don't have time now, but, you know, and... It costs nothing to learn and find out. And I'm not giving you advice that, you know, I don't give anybody else. For example, I do a lot of social media. I didn't grow up with that. It's kind of new to me. Um, I read, I get better, I, I learn. And it costs nothing to do that. So, you know, if you're thinking of purchasing, if you're thinking of buying another home, if your children are... Really, these are things you should be doing now. And as far as credit goes, I would tell you a million times to get pre-approved. Go speak with Ace or somebody on Ace's team at Citizens and make sure that you find out. And if you can get a pre-approval, we haven't talked about that for a while now, and it's something we should talk about maybe next week or the week after. If you haven't gotten a pre-approval, which... Basically, Ace, you want to tell everybody what that entails? Yeah, I think in today's marketplace, it, it, and if you're thinking about becoming a buyer, you, know, you can't really make an offer without actually getting a pre-approval now. And and basically what that means is you're talking to a banker, you know, either someone from Citizens Bank or even myself, and you're just, you know, really laying out the foundation, right? And, and what, what a pre-approval will consist of is W-2s, your income, which will check, uh, you know, what what are you currently, um, what is your currently annual income, and then what we'll, we'll also check is how much do you have in the bank, because we need to make sure that you have enough for the down payment along with closing costs, and then last but not least, 
You know, we just had Dan Sater, who I've referred him tons of business throughout the years, which is your credit, right? So these three components is really the three things that you you will be reviewing in in getting a pre-approval, which is your income, your assets, and your credit score. So that's that's wow. it's, it's a real simple process, Dottie. You can actually get a pre-approval the same day now. Um, so it's it's a quick and process. And if you're a seller, if you're a seller, you don't want to take somebody who purchases your house if they don't have that, because you want to make sure that they can qualify for a mortgage. You don't want to find out after you accepted their offer. And Ace, quick, 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 we only have about two minutes, but can you explain to everyone what the cash out of, of refinancing is? Definitely. So, so folks can actually tap into their equity. And when we say equity, it really, it really means, you know, how much equity do you have in the home? So, for example, if you bought a home for, let's say, a million dollars and you have a mortgage of, let's say, 200000 it means that the difference between what you have in terms of your debt on the mortgage, which is 200000 and the value of your home, which is a million. So you basically have $800,000 worth of equity. Now, the banks will give you around 70 to 80% of that, of, of your value in terms of a cash out, right? So if you owe 200000 and you're looking to take out, let's say, 70% of your, of your value, then you're able to actually take out a loan for 700000 Minus the mortgage of two hundred, which will equivalent to a five hundred thousand cash out. So that's basically what a cash out really is. It's a ve- it's a vehicle for you to utilize the equity that you have in your home to use it for whether you want to invest in another um, opportunity or if you wanted to pay off any other debts, right? Because you have to remember on credit cards, on car loans, things of that nature, you're probably paying a higher interest rate. And refinancing and getting a, a three percent rate. And Steve, before we say goodbye, we never got to that about Steve was going to talk about commercials. We're going to start talking about it every week, so you know about that. Um, please join us next week and have a safe, healthy week. And we'll be back with you next week. We're signing off. We'll say from Steve, myself, and Ace. Have a great week. Love you. All. Bye. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.